This is the Little Bit of Stuff podcast. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is. Welcome to Physio Wednesdays with Abiola. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sending your comments, your asking questions and all of that. Thank you very much for relating with us. We really appreciate it. Then this is our Mother's Day edition. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. To all the mothers in the world, um, all the mothers listening and everyone that has a mother or as a woman in their life, happy Mother's Day to everybody. That's why this edition will be like our Mother's Day edition. I'll be talking about one of the things that um, happen to women during pregnancy and one of the things that physical therapy can do to help them during pregnancy. So, so today, the topic for today, um, apart from the fact that it's one of the complications of pregnancy for women, We'll also be talking about the effect of physical therapy in dealing with this particular complication. So the topic for today is gestational diabetes, work of physiotherapy. Gestational diabetes and what is the work of physical therapy? So what is gestational diabetes? It's a kind of diabetes where <clears throat> there's a high level of blood glucose, but the glucose level is not high enough for them to um, diagnose diabetes for the woman. So it's a kind of high level of sugar high level of glucose in the body of a pregnant woman but it is not high enough to categorically define it as diabetes generally so it is categorized as gestational diabetes that's that gestation means pregnancy so it's, it's safe to say that it's categorized as a kind of diabetes in pregnant women now how does this happen normally your body produces um insulin insulin is the kind of uh, <clears throat> hormone that helps your body to uh, manage the sugar level, the blood sugar level. So when a woman is pregnant, the placenta, the job of the placenta is to help your body to produce hormones that helps the baby grow, right? But as these hormones are being produced and your baby is growing, one of the side effects of these hormones is that they might have, they might reduce the effect of insulin in the body of the pregnant woman. So when the insulin level is being reduced, you know, it's like um you're trying to box something and somebody's trying to hold your hand, you're not able to box your opponent. So insulin is not allowed to work like it used to. So the sugar level in the blood of the woman goes up during pregnancy. But it's not high enough to like define it as diabetes generally. That's how we call it. That's why they call it gestational diabetes now. You understand? So now when this happens now, what are the things that a woman can do to prevent, to control and to manage this? But before we get to that, let's talk about the risk factors. What are the things that, that increases the risk of get, having gestational diabetes while pregnant? Normally, if a woman smokes, if you have the habit of smoking, you might want to do something about that because a woman that smokes us is at a higher risk of having gestational diabetes. Now, a short woman, unfortunately, <laughs> like if you are very short, yeah, you are at a higher risk. And the women, women of a particular tribe, a certain ethnic group has been found to have higher risk of having gestational diabetes. Another thing is for an obese woman, a woman on the big side might have a higher risk of having gestational diabetes and then finally an older age if you're an older woman if your woman is getting pregnant as a as an at an older age she might have a higher risk of having gestational diabetes also um, before i forget another factor that can predispose a woman to having gestational diabetes apart from smoking or being short or being obese or getting pregnant at an older age is that if she has been pregnant before if she has had like multiple pregnancies and she had had an history of gestational diabetes then that kind of woman might actually have it again during pregnancy 
So what are the things that can be done? Okay, when a woman has gestational diabetes, how do we, uh, what are the things that it can cause for the woman and for the baby? Now for the woman, it can cause uh, a situation where the woman would have to do a CS to, you know, give birth to the baby. And for the baby, uh, not like the CS is bad, of course, CS is a very good procedure to help the woman to um, deliver the baby. But it, in some cases, if the woman has had multiple pregnancies and had multiple gestational diabetes, in normally when a woman gives birth to the baby the blood sugar level is supposed to normalize but in cases where she has had this kind of experience multiple times the blood sugar level might not normalize it can also predispose this person to having type 2 diabetes later in life so those are the things that can, that can happen for the woman then for the child it can also cause the woman to have an excessively big baby that's one of the reasons they might have to have a CS because the baby might be microsomic, like we say, macrosomic baby. Then it can also cause a woman to give birth to a preterm baby. A woman that has gestational diabetes is at a higher risk of having a preterm baby or having to need um, neonatal care after being born. And um, it can also predispose the baby itself to having type 2 diabetes later in life and things like that so how do we prevent this thing is already sounding very ugly so what do i do to prevent it i'm pretty sure you're already asking one of the things that can be done to prevent it is normally your doctors when you go for your antenatal care and you do your prenatal test that's when you decide if this woman has gestational diabetes or not because normally you don't get to have a particular kind of symptoms people don't even wait for symptoms because most pregnant women don't get to have a special symptom for it most people don't even know. So that's one of the reasons you should go for your antenatal care regularly so that when they do your prenatal checkups, they know what to do and they give you medical attention as necessary, as quick as possible to be able to control it. Now you're wondering, so where does physical therapy comes in? This is why you should go to a center for your antenatal care where physical therapy is part of your antenatal routine because exercises has been found to be able to normalize the blood sugar level. So many centers right now, they have physical therapy as part of their antenatal care. So when you go for your antenatal care, maybe a particular day of the week or twice in a month, you have your physical therapy classes. Now what the physical therapy is supposed to, the therapist is supposed to do for you is to help you design a kind of aerobic exercises they would design the exercise there'll be an exercise design you don't have a routine that you go through you're supposed to do every day so your physical therapist will explain to you okay maybe divide you guys into groups depending on number of people they have and then other conditions that might determine the kind of decision the therapist is making that okay all of you in group one you do this 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 as basically just aerobic exercises we take this break you do 30 reps every day but all of you in group two maybe based on certain information that we have we're going to focus on strength training blah 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 things like that they will help you that's why you should have physical therapy during your antenatal period secondly exercises like um brisk walking so that you can do on your own you know you can design a plan that every day maybe 6 p.m in the evening or 9 p.m in the evening before you go to bed every day you do a brisk walking you, you take your pedometer you measure the amount of steps you take and all of that brisk walking jogging swimming cycling luckily for you if you have a stationary bicycle in your house this is a very good time to put it to good use so you might not even feel like it but you just have to do it think about yourself and the health of your baby so you just have to do it. So these exercises will help you to control the level of the sugar level in your blood. In cases that the person has not already had gestational diabetes, it can help to prevent it from occurring. And in cases that the person already has it, it would help to control the sugar level so that when the person finally has the baby, then the sugar level comes back to normal. 
and there are no other complications thank you very much for listening do not hesitate to send in your questions your comments your suggestions we we'll always love to hear from you thank you bye bye